live from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, it's SC Gurus. Is a rainmaker? Webster's defines a rainmaker as a person whose influence can initiate progress or ensure success. SC Guru's Rainmaker comes to you each Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, bringing you some of the biggest rainmakers on the world wide web. Our guests will include major search engine executives, payment processors, advertising executives, and an array of sales and marketing pros. We invite you to join your host, Darren Pappen, also known as SE Guru and his beautiful co-host, Brandy. SE Guru is the foremost authority on search engine optimization and has taught at conferences worldwide. Brandy is an expert in business development, public relations, and sales and marketing. Together, they bring you Rainmaker, a true crossover platform for mainstream and high competition webmasters alike. Log into the chat, kick back, and get ready to open yourself up to a new generation of Webmaster Radio. It's SE Guru and Brandy, and you're listening to that's right everybody it is thursday again of course that means another edition of rainmaker i i just thought about this and maybe this will put it into perspective for you um do you realize that in october that rainmaker given that that we've had had rainmaker going since prior to the the inception it was like the genesis of of, of webmaster radio right so we we were po- we were broadcasting that prior mm-hmm. to, to us right okay october would be three years oh my god that rainmaker will be on the air you know, I haven't Did you think even, about that. No, I hadn't. Yeah, we I were, think about other people's anniversaries. I, know, I just, I, it just kind of, kind of hit me because someone, someone was pinging me. I'm going, okay, it'll be three years in October. Uh, every Thursday night at seven o'clock. Why are you hitting me up right now for the last? You know, I've, you know, been on. But the you air, knew, but so you knew three years. It just, like, just kind of hit me. Time you know? just doesn't affect me. Like I know. Well, when was the day that I first told you I love oh, you? Oh, we won't even go. There. Oh, guy, just pulled a woman thing. Look you at did. that. Oh, look at, but you got me. How are you? Yeah, I'm actually doing awesome. I'm staring your tiki bar t-shirt you thinking like i'm so psyched about the guest we have tonight maybe we should grab him and i'll come out to the tiki bar <laughs> go down to the tiki bar down the keys Which that that Alamorata. t-shirt is going to be a collector's item because this institution down in almorada florida yeah that has been around for years they're actually going to bulldoze it and do guess what create condos <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah of course that's uh, of course the definitive floridian skyline yes a lot of concrete uh, it kind so, of takes away from those of us who like to sail down into nothingness down there. This is very true. So um, I, I do need to do something that I don't usually do. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but we do have a new advertiser uh, uh-huh. brought onto the webmasterradio.fm advertiser family. Oh, very cool, it's very Lunar cool. Lunar Pages. Lunar Pages. And hey, very cool. Only reason why I'm saying this is because I can't do I can't do a female Australian accent. But Which is very sexy, by the way. Yeah, well, yes. I told her this. I told her on the phone. I said, if I was into women. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what voice. man doesn't like, uh, uh, you know. Uh, so you're uh, telling uh, me I should polish tra- up on my. Poly- bone up, woman. <laughs> or should I give her a discount if she can, like, read scripts <laughs> or something? <laughs> anyway. So big shout out to Lunar Pages. Welcome on board. Amy, you're a doll. I'm very much looking forward to having fun and making money with you. There you <laughs> go. Welcome aboard, Amy. Rock on. All right. Lunar Pages, guys. Check them out. So, all right. Without further ado. In Indeed. This is um, a belated birthday present for and, me. And, and of course, longtime friend of mine. 
but we, we always have this argument who's he the better friend of oh you know you well, are the primary friend I, I don't know let's you. ask him we <laughs> <laughs> this could be I'm interesting. A friend to all. There, there you go. There but you who's go. your better friend? Yeah, right. Mystery I, guest. I, I don't think that there's any reason to, to classify. See, look at that. Rank. Wow. That. Who's been through media training? <laughs> <laughs> I am so excited. I beat you to it, Saga. Mm-hmm. I am so excited because if you don't know who this man is. You're a loser. <laughs> uh, it's Marshall Simmons, who has two amazing titles. He is the chief strategist for the New York Times Company and was awarded that title in March of 2005. And if I'm not mistaken, that title has never been held before. So this was something that was specifically created just for Mr. Mr. Marshall Simmons. And on top of that, so that means he's responsible for maximizing traffic and search exposure um, for the New York Times.com, Boston, rah-rah.com, um, you know, IHT.com and about.com. He previously was like the big, the big cheese over at about.com and uh, has worked with like almost every major Fortune 1000 company there is. And on top of that, he managed to get the New York Times to fund his own business. Isn't that great? We're going to talk about all this. Marshall Simmons, welcome. Hi. How are you, buddy? Good to be here. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. And, of course, uh, the man. The man. Uh, are you sleeping yet? No. Hell no. Not a bit. Yeah. Hey, can we tell that story? That's got to be rough. Of course. I knew you were going to. You know she's got to. Well. I know. She's got to, I you know. love this story. So I knew that Marshall's wife was pregnant, Tabitha, and... Um, I had said to him like a month and a half before she was due, like not knowing when she was due, I feel like she should have the baby, your new baby should be born on my birthday. And Marshall, like, you know, when we went back and forth, and he's like, finally, like, uh, well, when's your birthday, Brandy? And I'm like, January 17th. And you said, <laughs> Marshall? Well, <laughs> I said, well, the due date, well, I know when your birthday is, but the due date is you know, January 17th. Right. So, like, a week and a half before my birthday, Marshall hit me up and said, she's dilating. And I said, no, 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 this isn't right. (laughs) Like, I don't know whatever she needs to do, cross her legs, whatever. The baby, your baby is meant, like, we we have, like, these really great commonalities. I love Marshall to pieces in a very platonic sense. And, like, I just felt very strongly that this baby, this part of your family needed, we need to share that, that commonality. Like, I felt so strongly. So I was so stressed out that, like, a week and a half before, she was already dilating. Yeah. And Marshall's trying to say nicely, well, you know, my wife really just wants to have this baby. I want to get this thing out now. So we're doing whatever we can to <laughs> induce this. <laughs> and I'm going, no, cross your legs. Have her cross her legs. And I woke up on my birthday to a fabulous email saying that baby Lily Wren was born. Yeah. True. Congrats, and that and that's, that, that's a cool story. And she hasn't slept since. <laughs> <laughs> Look just like me. Oh gosh, sleeping your dad—that's our philosophy. I don't know what kind of sign that yeah. is, man. Yeah. It means she'll make a fabulous adult. Yeah, well, and, yeah. It's supposedly it's it's a sign of intelligence. I don't know how you correlate that, but whatever. Because the mind is constantly working. Yeah, that's what they say. Mm-hmm. Of course, she's my. You know, she, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be her godmother. <laughs> <laughs> my wife is Jewish, so I don't know how that will translate. I'm sorry? Yeah, she's... And my wife is Jewish, so I don't know how that will translate. Okay, I'm Jewish, so it translates just fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know us and our jobs, right? 
Yeah. <laughs> there you go. We'll very very strategic titles. answer there. Marshall, let's do this. For those who don't know, uh, you know, who you are, where you came from, um, let's do that. Let, let's kind of rewind the clock, the hands of time a little bit, and kind of okay. go back a ways. How, wait, are we going to call, like Comp USA back? Oh, wow. Really? <laughs> how far back? I don't know how far back really? you are in the hands of time. Uh, y- you know what? Like, uh, maybe that's five g- minutes, that's good. Yeah. yeah, maybe just like a synopsis there, only from the standpoint of, of uh, a lot of people's point of reference and, and I guess inspiration is their transition from um, from what they call you know, dirt world reality jobs to, you know, being able to be, you know, self-sustaining, you know, independent, uh, you know, working online, you know, successes yeah. in their own right, you know, growing their own companies, what have you, chasing the American dream, um, which I think you've done I think you've very placed, successfully, I think you know. you've caught the American yeah, dream. Yeah, amen, amen, amen. So t- t- take us back there. All right, so 1990. I find myself in Portland, Oregon, uh, working at CompUSA with the illustrious Derek Wheeler and Andre Jensen. For those of you who don't know those two, um, also search experts in their own right search up in stuff. Portland, Oregon, yeah. and working at CompUSA. Long story short, met my future boss there who moved all of us eventually, Derek and, and Andre and myself, down to Bend, Oregon, uh, where we worked at a marketing company called MMG. Worked with a lot of different clients there and basically just cut our teeth on the search industry and, and, and how to work with clients, such as, you know, we were, we were working with Intel. Uh, we worked with LexisNexis through Lawyers.com. We worked with Hughes Digital. And just I, I just basically learned how, I mean, just got rid of my green, essentially, and worked there for a couple of years and then found a small internet company called about.com they were looking for somebody and they were actually leaders in the industry they were i still have yet to find somebody that had a full-time position before about.com opened one up and they were out looking i had the iSearch uh discussion list back then that Which i was running rocked. and got the word out yeah um, that Detlef johnson took over they handed over to andrew goodman and now Detlef has has revitalized it now um and it's now the search return digest just to give him the plug yeah and and it's actually a great digest if you if you're not reading it you really should. Um, it was so cool it, back in its day. It was a very cool thing. Yeah, and, I mean it was, it was, it was cutting edge. Built the community up, and and that's where I met a lot of people, a lot of industry people, um, and, and and pundits now were you know started on on iSearch and a lot of those other smaller groups back then. And and I was just kind of a gatekeeper of information. It came in and I distributed it out after we read through it, and and it was um it was a it was a great way just to learn, and and that's how I met Danny, and and. Um, that's that's basically where it got started and how I got my name out and I about picked that up and and I started working for them in '99 and and basically was in charge of all their their search engine strategy at that point and you know and that that I still work for for about.com I still work with them they have gone through a couple acquisitions they were acquired by Prime Media mm-hmm. and then they were acquired just recently in March of 2005 by the New York Times which is fantastic and, and has been a wonderful experience because they are they're a company that that they get it they may not look like they get it but they sure do get it and they're starting to really show i think now that they are understanding the net and understanding what they have to do to to survive essentially right take care of the does a lot of that uh have to do with 
a certain someone that we might all know tonight? You yourself? Well, I mean... Like, come on, think about there's it. There's a lot of other smart people at that company, and there's a lot of smart people making decisions over there that um, for the acquisitions that they made, one of them being about.com, Martin Nissenholtz, who is, who is the Internet guru um, and, and is very well-known in his space, um, was one of the originators of the OPA. And so he, he knows a lot about the net, and he, he saw about.com as, as truly the gem that they are. And so... They acquired, they acquired about, and just harvested a team to go up there and, and basically, you know, work with, work with the with the Times, work with the the editors and producers and the tech teams and and all of their properties to just basically get them, get a high level internet strategy established, and start moving them in a general direction, and that is one that's a little bit more net centric and get content into the engines and, and teach them that you know writing witty newspaper style headlines just doesn't work on on the net and that's where everything's moving and so we had to do that that's that's been my primary focus over at the time is really re-educating a yes. heritage brand and 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 these reporters have been doing things in a certain form to get their heads around like globally with the web yes which is very exactly cool right. and yeah. something i'd like just to stress for those listening because the show is really meant to inspire you know because people everyone takes a different path and to show that i mean you started off at comp usa for you know like you were smart you went at the time you know there were a lot of businessmen that went into comp usa and you are excellent at you know client services so you ingratiated yourself with a lot of people that could help further you in your career yeah, I mean, you, you know my story. You know my story eerily well. But, I mean, that's, that's exactly it. I, I essentially lied to him and told him that I couldn't work on the weekends, which was really not true. But I, I told him that I couldn't because I wanted to work the weekdays. Um, and in retail, you know, that's that's really taboo. But during the week was when all the people from Intel and all the people that was just down the road and all the businessmen were coming in to get their laptops fixed. And... I would take that opportunity to go in and, and speak with them and talk and, and, and just say, you know, what are, who are you working with or who are you working for and what are you working on? And that's how I met my boss. Yeah, and that's, that's an amazing story. It's all about relationships and putting yourself in front of people that can make a difference in your life. Yeah. And speaking about making a difference in your life, why don't we go ahead, take a <laughs> commercial break, pay a little homage to our awesome advertisers, and we'll be right back with our fabulously uh, wonderful featured guest, Marshall Simmons of the New York Times and Define Search Strategies. Attention webmasters. Wish you could convert more web traffic into cash? No need to rub a lamp. Just click on genienose.com. Install a search box on your site or incorporate paid listings XML into search results. And at your command, genienose.com pays cash for each result your users click on. Enjoy prompt payment and superior customer service. Earn even more through our referral program. Genienose has delivered results. G-E-N-I-E-K-N-O-W-S.com. Wow. I never saw anyone fish with such a wide net before. Oh, really? I don't like fishing with a pole. Can't catch the big ones fast enough. No kidding. You've got a bunch. Yeah, I know. This wide net gives me great distribution and reach. Really? How's it work? Well, fish like to move around to various parts of the lake, so by casting a wide net, I gather fish from everywhere they congregate. Wow, that's pretty smart. Thanks. Wide nets work. And they make you look smart. If you're looking to cast a wider net and fish where the fish are, Look Smart Advertising Solutions can help. Go to signup.looksmart.com to learn more. 
best of the web, the Internet's oldest directory, EOTW.org, since 1994. Our editors scour the web, finding quality sites, providing users with spam-free resources, relevant information from valuable sites. Submit your site now for a guaranteed review in three days or less. For webmasters needing additional exposure, check out our 60-day free trial on category sponsorships. 60 days free advertising. No kidding. And don't forget the best of the web's reseller program with the industry's highest commissions. 25% recurring commission on all products and services. Bloggers, make sure to check out the BOTW blog directory and the recently launched volunteer editor program to help build the best blog resource on the web. Faster than a speeding bullet, it's the super way to pay. It's Fast Transact. Fast Transact is the safe, secure, and fast way to process credit cards, online checks, and gift cards. Find multiple payment gateway and merchant account options to keep your costs down and sales up, up, and away. You can build your business empire in a single bound while Fast Transact fights the never-ending battle to keep payment processing safe and secure. Your quest for an e-commerce solution has found its final destination. Fly over to FastTransact.com today. MarketingExperiments.com Learn how we increase traffic by 446% with our Google AdWords campaign while reducing cost per click by 58% at MarketingExperiments.com MarketingExperiments.com Log on and register for our interactive SEM certification course today and discover how to build, target, and maximize ad campaigns like an expert through our proven paid search optimization formula. MarketingExperiments.com For details, see MarketingExperiments.com slash PPC. Marketing Experiments. Discover what really works. Back to Rainmaker, only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, here's your host. All righty, we are back. Ah, nice new advertisers there. Somebody's been busy. <laughs> Look at her. Just a little. She not. smiles. Yeah, they're um, all nice. That's the whole motto. I know. Only do business with nice people. I know. Great people. And of course, uh, can I tell you, tonight I'm very, very happy to have an uh, old buddy of mine on the air and, of course, uh, a search icon. Really? Icon. I, cons- <laughs> I consider him a search icon. I- please, come on, man. Come on. Take 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 your seat amongst the ranks. I guess so. Like I never looked at Marsh. I mean, really? I, it's not funny. I look at him from such a friend perspective and like a proud perspective. But he is an icon. You are an icon, ladies and gentlemen. Search icon Marshall Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Glad to have like you, a bud. Flashing light or something. <laughs> How does yeah. it feel to wear that that moniker? Yeah. Um, it feels it feels good. I would pass it over to Bozer, but yeah, I'll take it for now. For at least this show. Can I tell you, all you guys are, Darren's an icon, you're an icon, Bose is an icon, Danny's an icon, Dave's an icon. Wouldn't you like to be an icon too? <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> we're a little. We keep Danny's, saying we're gonna Danny's miss rubbed this. off on Brandy <laughs> yeah. with the singing, I guess. Danny has never rubbed off on me. Okay. That's all. all right. God, we should so not do the show so late in the week and so late in the day. <laughs> anyway, all right, back on track. 
This is very serious business because I want to know. We all want to know. Inquiring minds. Inquiring minds want to know. So here you are at about.com and rock on like the New York Times is buying you. But I'm sure like any other deal, you go, oh, shit, (laughs) the New York Times is going to buy us. There's going to be some sort of a shakeout. Not only did you not get a shakeout, you managed to secure yourself a position that never existed before with such confidence from the New York Times. And then you worked a deal for them to fund you? Yeah. Can you explain to us how this all worked? That's that's kind of got to be like the dream, you know? Martin Nissenholtz, the architect behind the whole deal, he saw the value of About.com being the content, being the community, um, and then being the the ad network opportunity as well as the search engine optimization. I mean, if, if you're out there on Google, you're going to see About no matter what. I know that. I know that because I see the referral stats. And so I know you see About, <laughs> whether, you, whether you admit it or not. You're, you're, you're out there. And he saw this and he saw the value. Um, when he when he purchased it, and basically said, we need to apply that. We need to apply that to the times. We need to apply that practice to the times. That that overall, just the strategy, the high level strategy, and then part of the challenges to make a, to make a content network search friendly, which is obviously it's a it's a massive undertaking of coordination and and departments across marketing and IT and editorial and designers and management. But he right, needed but a you. resource. But yeah, you. But he needed a resource for all of them and to develop that strategy that was sustainable and that could take the times into the next generation. Wow. Okay, so they, they realized that the search team at about.com was priceless, obviously led by you. Right. There was two of us. Well, yeah. I ended, I'm so sorry. But I only have you on the phone right now. On the <laughs> air, so. <laughs> so, all right, so let me, all right, so now, so now they've chosen you, which is a great feeling of relief. But was it at that time, did you start thinking to yourself, hey, if they don't take me on, maybe it is my time to start spreading my wings and doing my own thing? I mean, how did, how did, you, st- how did you approach them with this if-then scenario? Well, I mean, there's a lot, of, a lot of interested companies. I mean, the smart companies right now are integrating this into their, into their network, integrating this into their company now. And then what I mean by that is, is, is either creating a position for, for SEO or establishing an, an embedded strategist, if you will, into their, into their overall um, everyday best practices. And too many companies had come to me saying, we want you to do for about what, I mean, we want you to do for us what you're doing <laughs> right. for about. And, and I mean, and so the, they basically said, how can we do that? And I had to turn them away and say, you know, it's a conflict of interest until we came up to this situation where I basically posed to them that, look, there, this is another possible revenue stream for non-competing, in a non-competing space, why don't we take advantage of this, utilize this as another, you know, as basically another line item, and let me hire a team, expand our knowledge base, as well as expand our experience across, you know, literally across the internet and across many, many different topics, and reach out to the big publishers and the big technology companies, et cetera, and start getting them to understand and work this into the day-to-day workflow, which is exactly what we do. So, and you obviously were able to leverage the fact that you're doing this for the New York Times, which is pedigree enough for someone to want to not only have a conversation, but close a deal with you. Right. Now, what kind of deal did you structure with them? Well, it's basically just one that, I mean, the mothership gets the most time and attention. The New York Times, 
requires a lot of time. I mean, again, it's it's a massive undertaking to coordinate with that many editors and producers, and it's a 154-year-old company, so that doesn't necessarily move right, right. that quickly. You have, right. to, you have to you have to work. A little work. creaky. It requires a ton a ton of effort, and I did it at. at at about and in Prime Media, but this was a huge scale. This was much bigger than I was used to, and so we, it, I, we had to find a different, a different strategy. And so I had to hire people to help. And was it difficult going from from you know a, a smaller technology environment to like hardcore corp, corporate USA? No, I, we basically just took our internet attitude uh, over to the Times, and they were. I mean, for the most part, 80% of them were very open to that. Nice. Um, because there is a digital side of the New York Times um, that's going to be integrated very soon. And actually, this year, everybody's going to be sitting at the new building over on 8th Avenue um, in Times Square. Um, but, I mean, th- there, there's, a good, there's, a, there's a big component of the Times that is ready to be on the net. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just reaching out and making sure that everybody understands what it takes to do that. Because it's more than just writing headlines. There's a lot of challenges that have to be overcome to become search-friendly, from design to tech, et cetera. And, and, and About.com does that very well. You, you'd find a, you're hard-pressed to find a company that does it better than About when it comes to search engine optimization at that global of a level, at, you know, using you know, 2 million documents and, and just the, the overall structure of About.com. So let me ask you a question, because you, you brought up something I was thinking of, which is, you know, here you go, you, you, you get this great new title at the New York Times, which is a huge entity, and it's not just the New York Times. It's it's you know you know you've still got about you've got you know Boston.com, all of these large entities that do take a lot of time, and then you're saying, hey, we can make you a lot of money over here, but when you have someone that's got a like, how did you talk them through that um, split focus to say, hey, this is really worth your while, and not only you know, and I'm not biting off more than I can chew, and I'm still keeping the name and integrity of your heritage brand. Yeah, that's a good question. I I think that, I mean, I mean, first and foremost is we can only work in a non-competitive space, which means that we can't. I can't go work for the Washington Post, right? Um, and I can't go work for the Wall Street Journal. You know, it, it would be fun, and, and maybe I would like to, but at the same time, we can't. Of course. Um, so <clears throat> that preserves the integrity of what we're doing first and foremost, uh, just by just by sheer virtue of who we can work with. Number mm-hmm. two is is I mean, what we're trying to bring to these content publishers is is basically a paradigm shift, but you have to be very careful with how you package that because if you go into an editorial space and say to these people, "Hey, we're going to actually teach you how to write," oh my god, yeah, you can understand what's going to happen there. Oh no, 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 we yeah. had we had one of our uh, one of our our best producers here actually wrote some copy and produced a spot for a client, and the client wanted like one little thing changed, and <laughs> I thought. That our, our our fabulous producer was going to jump through the phone and and Mr. <laughs> Artiste that he is right. So I can I can yeah. This is someone's heart and soul, and to be able to you know to say to them, hey, you need to completely reorient yourself. Right. It, it, that's a tough tough yeah, thing to push. There's through. copy editors at the at the New York Times that literally have have PhDs in in how to write a very succinct headline. I mean that's that's phenomenal to think about. They get they get, you know, maybe maybe forty five characters to say everything that's in that article. Well and create and, the hook. Right, exactly. Yeah. That works wonderful for, for print. It just doesn't translate as well as you would want for digital. Yeah. Let me ask you this. How do you how, how do you uh, 
Let me reword this. What, what, what would you say is is the biggest challenge in, in straddling um, these types of projects time wise? Well, I think you have to quickly because you have to quickly evaluate. I, I guess you have to quickly evaluate and communicate vital information to monetize the company's information without having to run you know a thousand laps teaching the basics that they can find anywhere. And so what I mean by that is, is you have to come in and be able, and we're doing this right now with Time and with Hearst and with Tech Target, and we did it with HP and, and um, with TV Guide. You have to get in there and assess where, where they can monetize immediately. Yeah. And because they, because anybody can go out and they can read Danny's forums and they can, and they can read all the incredible information out there uh, and, and learn about SEO. But it, it, you have to be able to come in, you being me, the consultant, or, or the, in-house, the in-house representative, has to be able to come in there and marry what you're doing with the company's business goals or processes, or just is going to get cast by the wayside. And then they need a whole new round of SEO consulting somewhere down the line. So basically what we're saying is you have to bring it in-house. You have to. Or, and if you can't quickly evaluate and communicate that vital information so you can monetize it, it's it, it will not take. It absolutely will not take. And that's one thing that we have to do at each one of these big publishers that we're working with. Now, so what is your, what are your primary, so you go in and do exactly what? Like, let's take time. Well, time is, time is, a, is an interesting beast because they've got People Magazine on one hand, and which hits celebrity news, and then you've got Time, Time Inc., which is, you know, is hardcore uh, a weekly, hardcore right. weekly news magazine. And so two totally different demographics. And so you get a very different editorial staff that you have to deal with there. So when we're coming in, you come into a people and you, you have to explain to them, okay, great. Well, we're, we're, just by sheer virtue of, of what your audience is looking for, we know that they're looking for celebrity names attached with bikinis or t- attached with nude photos or attached with hairdos or attached with something to that effect and understanding their niche. Whereas with, with time, it's something that's it's obviously very, we have to be somewhat um, predictive in, in the, the work that we're trying to teach them in that the news, we don't really have any longitudinal data to pull from. And so we have to teach these people, you have to understand your audience better than anybody because mm-hmm. this search industry um, doesn't necessarily support the news coming out that, you know, that Alberto Gonzalez is trying to screw the world by, by you know, firing eight of their, of their attorneys, you know, and they have to be somewhat predictive. And so it's a different approach. So we have to come in there and basically assess what is happening. We have to determine what the interdepartmental communication is, is going on right there. Is there a centralized IT department or is it, or does each property have their own? Right. Right. Which is huge. So, yeah. So, so I mean, if you can get in there and, and determine that, if you can determine how are, how are they communicating across the board and is corporate beating on their heads or, or do you have an editorial person that you can actually work with? I mean, there's so many different models out there that even under, even in, at Hearst or at a time, it's somewhat fragmented and you have to bring it all together. Hey, Marshall. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Are you going to be in New York? I am going to be at SES. You are? All right, we're, we're, we're going to bump off to break here for a second, but, but, but before we do, I, I thought I, I would give props to one of our producers here because uh, apparently the other morning he came in a little earlier and he set himself up a mic in, in one, one of the other studios and uh, he started singing. 
All right. <laughs> Listen to Mr. Producer in the background laughing. Uh, and apparently... Um, we we were unaware of, of any singing talent uh, whatsoever, but uh, he actually sings uh, an SES New York promo, and I thought I'd give him props on Rainmaker for that because he, he you know, boy, Johnny let me tell you, he just goes above and beyond. And uh, anyway, stay, stay tuned, guys. Uh, here's here, here's a little bit of uh, Johnny Johnny Brasco. We'll be right back. Sit tight and don't move. Rainmaker. We'll be back after this short break. Welcome to the Webmaster Institute for Financial Advancement. WebmasterRadio.fm. It's like radio with a PhD. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Live from the karaoke bar at the Starlight Lounge in New York City, let's hear it for the musical song stylings of Mr. Johnny Brasco. SCS New York is coming back to town. The babes, the parties, it's the hippest place around. Keynote speakers, pleasure seekers, at the Hilton, what a week for meeting all your friends. It's the show that never ends. SCS New York is coming, roaring back to town. The Webmaster Radio is there. Interviewing, streaming live all day from the floor. SCS New York. SCS New York. Hey, it's SCS New York. That's where. SCS New York, April 10th to the 13th at the Hilton, New York. Log on to searchandustrategies.com for more details. Catch the live coverage on webmasterradio.fm. All right, all right, let's hear it. Johnny Brasco, Johnny Brasco, ladies and gentlemen. For the last decade, millions of visitors seeking top ranking have visited their site. When it comes to the internet marketing expertise, one name clearly stands above the rest. Bruce Clay Incorporated. With a flexible, time-tested, and spam-free process to SEO and PPC, Bruce Clay has become the number one choice for companies of all kinds seeking to improve their search engine ranking, utilize their latest tools, training, consulting, and services. Let Bruce Clay create a tailored solution to meet your internet marketing needs today. Bruce Clay Incorporated. 3 a.m. traveling to a conference in Oklahoma City. Steve Talbot's Ford Escort radiator hose bursts near the town of Hooker. He types Hooker Escort Hookup into another local search engine's one-box search. He has a great time that he can't expense. TrueLocal.com. Two boxes. One click. Great results. Generating buzz for your company is essential and now easier than ever with PaperPost, the consumer-generated advertising network. Our powerful network of bloggers at PaperPost will creatively expose your product or service through original link-generated ads and embedding video or audio on their sites. Launch your viral marketing campaigns with confidence and enjoy increased traffic with higher conversion rates only through PaperPost. Visit PaperPost.com and join the revolution. Vive la revolución! 
It's a no-brainer. Reaching customers everywhere they search is smart business. However, reaching them through web and mobile search as well as free directory assistance with effective pay-per-call advertising is, well, ingenious. Ingenio Pay-Per-Call delivers highly targeted phone call leads to businesses looking for new customers. And the advertising business only pays per new customer lead. Call 1-800-705-0632 today to ask about your free trial or go to Ingenio.com slash web radio. That's Ingenio.com slash web radio. Ingenio. Simply ingenious. Learning how to monetize your domains, zero dollars. Listening to affiliate marketing tips on your iPod, zero dollars. Getting the latest search news on your cell phone, zero dollars. Listening to Dave N. talk about garlic breath, well, worthless. WebmasterRadio.fm, we're everywhere. Back to Rainmaker, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, here's your host. All right, we are back. I, I, I don't know, between Dave N and his garlic breath or uh, Johnny Brasco's singing, what, what, what do you <laughs> what do you think about that, man? Is that crazy, Marshall? I don't really know what to think about that. <laughs> You know, this whole thing with the RIAA and their increasing royalty rates over 100%, you know, hell, we just figured we'd sing our, you know, we'd, we'd write our own music and sing it and just be done with it. Did you, you like know, it? Do you know who sings or who has a, the voice of, of the Velvet Fog? Do you want to know who has that voice? Who? My, my partner, Matthew Brown. Really? That guy, that guy's got some pipes. So we, I might be able to karaoke here and there, but that guy's got pipes. I, I can't. Darren, nice. Darren tells me I, I sing with soul. She sings with soul. Which is I a mean, euphemism. I can, I can hear that. She sings passionately. No, he means it as a euphemism. Like, like I sing horribly. <laughs> um, so would Matthew be willing to lend us his pipes? Ever? I, bet, I, bet, I bet he would love to. I mean, he's a little shy at first, but you just maybe, maybe a gin and tonic and he's good to go. He's got pipes, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I never would have pegged it. A silky, smooth voice. Wow. You know what's so funny? You said, well, you said silky velvet. I always call it liquid velvet. Yes. Yeah, well. So, all right. So, but let's get back because we've only got like 14 minutes left, which of course means that we're going to have to have a Marshall back for part two. Mama's looking at the clock. Well, no, because you're usually making me look at the clock. Hey, you're the clock watcher. Sorry. (laughs) You call me a clock watcher? I'm I'm singing like Danny. It's this Danny thing. I don't know. Hey, he started the whole singing thing. I I, I don't know what to do with it. No, that. you d- you know what? This is horrible. This is such a stupid segue. But Darren does this thing with me where he can get me to sing any like words. Anything I can get her to sing <laughs> anything. Any stupidness that comes out of my mouth, like just just for sheer sake of getting her to sing it, I can get her to sing it. It's a whole it's subconscious a whole, thing, yeah. and, and and it's funny. He made she's like she'll me. she'll do it. It's it's just it's humorous as hell to watch. I'm like his little performing parrot. Anyway, stupid Patrick's. Thank you. That's me. 
<laughs> I admit it. But anyway, but let's get back for those of you that have not been listening this entire time, which shame on you. Uh, our featured guest today is Marshall Simmons, who is the chief strategist for the New York Times, as well as the CEO and co-founder of Define Search Strategies, which was also funded by the New York Times. Let's not forget Search Icon. Oh, and Search Icon, of course. Marshall Simmons, welcome back. Hi. So, but let's talk about, so how do you go and how do you structure a deal with the New York Times? Because A, well, hold on. Actually, no, we can't. We're actually in the middle of a conversation before. So yeah, if you someone were. could edit me, that would be say, really you, good. You keep coming, yeah, keep no, coming yeah, back yeah. to that. Yeah, I know, yeah. but I want to get back to that. But so the point is, so what you're doing when you go into these big companies like like Time or Hearst or anyone is you're providing um, you're providing training for them so that they can learn enough information to hire their own in-house team. Is that correct? Right. Either that or we train up an in-house team or we are the in-house team. We're the embedded strategists right now over at Time and Hearst, which basically means that we're the go-to people whenever it comes some, something comes up that's search-related. We also, uh, we also are responsible for auditing the network. We're responsible for training. We're respons- responsible for implementation, for social media, um, and any new initiative in that realm because it's in such its infancy that there's obviously a lot of confusion around it and we have to help, uh, obviously, um, paint uh, a much easier strategy than what's going on out there because there's a lot of noise out there around that around that topic, and then uh, obviously there's a, there's a big metrics component as well where we have to be able to quantify the work and basically track it over time. So now, how many people have you grown your staff to? We're at four right now. So you're telling me with four people. Okay, because Marshall is, and, and I, I need to spend like we. Bo- I think both Darren and yeah, I. Yeah, I got to figure like, that out. I, I still haven't figured that out. Well, with, he's with like you the guys. king. He's the king of maximizing and being and organizing his time properly. But so you mean to tell me, with four people, you manage all the properties at the New York Times, all the properties at Time, all the properties over at Hearst. TV guy. I'm not even looking. Look at if I look down, I know, I, I've I'm, memorized his his bio. I mean, and, and on and on and yeah, on. How many, how, many, how many active campaigns do you guys having at any one? You know, running at any Clients. one time. You know that you're you're juggling. We probably have about fifteen right now, maybe more. And we're not talking just campaigns, but no. we're talking full on clients with, yeah. with multiple properties within those. Like you the Hearst, the Hearst property right now. There's 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 ten in there just alone. Do you have Do you have whiplash? <sighs> well, I, I I have insomnia. Okay, but you know. But, but the, the other part about this is that, that we always like to say is that we, d- we do this remote. We're a distributed workforce. I'm in Bend, Oregon, and all of our clients, for the most part, are in New York City, for better or for worse. Uh, we've got another, my business partner, Matthew Brown, is up in, up in uh, Portland. We have, we have uh, a woman in Boston, and then we have Ooh. the ever-capable Adam Shirk in New York City. So we've got a distributed workforce, and we're looking to add more. Which is terrific. So we'll get on to the, okay, so you are looking to hire. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's all about timing, and if the timing's right with what we're doing, and if the person is qualified and capable, absolutely. But, you know, it's all, it really does come down to timing. So what is qualified and capable to you? Somebody has to be, com- they have to be responsible, reliable, and, <clears throat> I mean, the, the axiom that, that we like to go off of is, is, you know, well, I'm kind of dipping in a little bit here, but reliable, responsible, and competent. Those are the three things that we're looking for. Nice. Okay. And That's good. But are they? But but fully focused on SEO. Not necessarily. Uh, our, our latest hire, Adam Shirk, um, comes from Global Strategies, and he actually has a very thorough PR background, and he understands public relations extremely well, and has peppered that with some vast search knowledge, which 
is he's really focusing on social media. And so, and then we have Caroline, Caroline Castellon-Stone up in Boston who has uh, a media background and understands, understands pay-per-click, even though we don't offer pay-per-click. She understands advertising. She understands revenue. She understands return on investment. She understands keyword universe. So we're, list, we're, looking for, we're basically looking for smart people. And, and, and we do have our pick because we have, a, a, uh, as, you may, as you may realize, we have a vast pool from which to select from. Right now, yeah, of course, of course, uh, uh, yeah, uh, and and it's actually nice these days, um, you know, to to be able to look out across, you know, a pretty decent pool of talent. You remember back in the day, it, it wasn't so much well, it was like this industry. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, l- l- let me ask you this: um, I, I, you, you know, y- you guys are managing at a- any given time, you know, fifteen different d- different clients. Uh, you guys are obviously, you know, you know, your nose to the grindstone. You're you're looking at very strategic type type deals. There's a lot of of right now training going on. But, um, you know, how would I put it, uh, almost conference-style training. Uh, you've done a lot of speaking on the circuits. Do you see you and your team getting caught up in anything like that? Oh, we, we do trainings every time we're in New York City, and that's, that's a good majority of our time, especially at the New York Times. We've given the same presentation. I would probably say we're probably getting up into the 40s now. Uh, Matthew Brown and I, who, who take on primarily take on a majority of the New York Times operations, Search, we have to. You have to repeat that message over and over because of turnover, because it doesn't necessarily stick, because it's not a core competency, mm-hmm. because they have other responsibilities. You have to refresh this over and over and over, and so it's it's a repeating message. As you can see, that's obviously the business model that we've employed at these other at these other companies. We're not an agency. We don't just set you up with with a project manager that has uh, you know a bunch of other uh, people working underneath them. It, it's more of a it's yeah, a sort of effort with all of our skill sets, all four of us applying our knowledge to each one of those clients. Yeah, you roll your sleeves up. God, and how do you find the time to be able to implement <laughs> such huge endeavors? It's all organization. It really is. I mean, everybody that I work with is incredibly organized, and we have to be operationally. We have to be on it, and we have to. We have a pretty detailed calendar. And like I said, we we don't hire bubble gummers. We're not hiring people that don't know how to take care of themselves or organize themselves or to manage a client. You have to be able to talk to somebody from the second we drop you in. Okay, so so let me ask you a question. Talking about speaking to somebody, I understand that you were dropped into a a fairly infamous person's office. Yeah. I know where you're going with this. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to know how one would handle themselves. So, um, you know, why don't you tell the story because you know where I'm going with this. Well, the New York Times has the, their executive team, as you might imagine, can open some doors. And I didn't realize this in the corporate world, but there's, there's this weird network going on where they visit each other's companies, and they basically sit down with the executive team of another company and say, how are you guys doing what you do? Here's what we do. And they just basically have a knowledge share. And the New York Times <laughs> allowed me to hitch along with Microsoft to the Microsoft meeting. And so we sat there, and I met Ray Ozzy and Robbie Bach and... and and obviously Bill Gates as well. And so we sat in a room with their executive team, and ten, of, 10 people from the New York Times got to pepper them with questions and just ask them, how are you guys doing what you do? Here's what we're doing. How does that, are there any, are there, are there any business opportunities there, or can we, what can we learn from you? And so it was, it was fascinating. We've also done this with MIT. Mm, I, I love MIT. Yeah, and we're, gonna, we're, we're reaching out to, obviously, all the, well, from what I know, that we're, we, 
reach out to a lot of major corporations out there, and they do these things. They know it takes a lot of time, but we do two or three of these a year. Which is exciting. So what was your biggest takeaway from, from the Microsoft meeting? They've got a lot of money, and they're going to throw a lot of money at search. I mean, Bill looked at me, literally looked at me and said, we've got millions and millions of dollars to catch Google, and we're going to use it. And did you say, are you going to use it with me, correct, Bill? <laughs> well, I, I don't know. Um, I, I don't know if that was so much my, my MO, is just sitting down with them and, and finding out why their technology sucks. And, and I, I, I did say, basically said to them, how come technology is getting so much better and search results continue to, to, to suck? I mean, the, they... The, the quality continues to decline. There's no doubt about that. Even at Google and, and Yahoo, but especially at MSN, they just haven't figured it out yet. No. They acknowledge that, they, that obviously search was something that they really had to work on because they planned to be a major player. The, the cool thing that he said to me was, he said, it's extremely hard to catch the number one company or the number one person or the number one product, mm-hmm. said, but nobody is better at it than we are. Which is very true. And it just resonated because that's something that obviously Microsoft is good at. Right. But so now did you, did he tell you how, you know, they, they, it's fine. They, they've, they, they've seen like a deficiency there, but how are they playing to play, you know, how are they planning to play catch up? Money. Money. Deep, deep, deep pockets. Yeah. So have you, have you had any follow up since? What was, first of all, did you meet, like, were you in Bill Gates' office? No, we were, we were in the main conference room. Oh, how utterly boring. But was the oh, main con- cool. was it cool? You, you sit down and oh, it was cool. You sit down and you all had tablet PCs there that were all logged in. It was very classy, very oh, very nice. Classy. Oh no, no no! You just did something really bad. What? I hate, you know, Darren. What did he oh, just say? He said the word classy. I hate like something has class. It's just a stupid idiom with me. I don't like it. Like classy. It was really classy. It just takes the class out of it. I, I sure didn't say it that way. <laughs> <laughs> my mar- my Marshall's perfect. He's the only person oh. I know that can say classy and have it sound elegant. There you go. <laughs> so, well, okay. Very so, 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 so let me ask you this. What's, 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 what's next on the horizon? Um, I think, I mean, right now... Five hours of sleep. <laughs> we're focusing, I mean, the, the focus of Define right now, and the, well, the Times is going to continue keep on keeping on. They've got a vast archive that goes back to 1854. You can literally start reading Civil War articles and see when the Union thought that they were going to lose. And the New York Times was reporting that the Union was going to lose. It's just incredible to see. And you can start to read this because it's all in PDF format right now, but it will soon be digitized and be available to the engines. Yeah. Um, that is a huge, huge, vast database of about 20 million articles. That's where the Times is going. Wow. And that's something that I would encourage. I mean, any, anybody, if, even if you're not a history buff, to go check out some of the stuff they have yeah. there. I mean, we, had, we saw the, the very first New York Times, and it would, there was a story in there about, about one of the Civil War battles. God, that's amazing. That's it really, really amazing. I mean, when you really think about it, like, when you think of, like, heritage brands, I mean, it, it, the New York Times really is about as heritage as heritage gets. So, all right, so let me ask you a question, because we never went over this, and I kept going back to it and still didn't have my answer. <laughs> so how do you go in there and... You know, you structure this deal with the New York Times. I just think that's such an amazing thing they, because you get the okay, best I, of I, both worlds. I'll, I'll just I'll be as simple as I can about this. They about dot com is one of the best in search engine optimizations. It's it just in search engine optimization, and the Times wanted it. The Times wanted that. They wanted the content. They wanted the people. They wanted the technology, and they basically wanted the high level strategy. That's how you structure that kind of deal. Because if they want that, there's freedom there. Rock on. And you know what? There you go. You just hit the nail on the head for every single person out there listening. Right? You've done so many things that are so awesome. First of all, you set a precedent when you went in there as far as how you were going to work. We are going to work remotely. I'm not changing my style to adapt to you. Right? 
which I think is so terrific because we're always talking about like setting a precedence because that's when people, you know, people know what to expect of you. You went for it and, you know, and freedom. Like, because I think you personify freedom, but you also personify, you know, vigilance, resilience, and tenacity with a tremendous breadth of knowledge. Well, and definitely uh, balancing that calendar very well. Very well. That's for damn sure. Marshall, I don't know how you do it, buddy. I do. No, I mean, he showed because, me. I mean, he's not sleeping. <laughs> no, no, he sat down and he showed me one day. I need him to show me again so I can... No, I know that calendar of his was just whacked it, it's out. It's a balance. And it, you know what, though? It, it has to be also, and, and this kind of plays into our whole paradigm of, of working hard and playing hard. It, you've got to have the balance. And working remote allows me to do what I'm going to do in about five minutes, which is throw on my running shoes and run out to the mountains up here. Because that's what you have to do to, to basically keep your sanity. It can't all be about work. Did you say running shoes? Yeah. <laughs> Not everyone's Sorry. like us who doesn't, you know. <laughs> the only exercise I we get is tonight. I don't know. It depends on what the snow's like. Hey, wow. there you go. Like the only exercise we get is well, in one place or on a trade show floor. Walking the trade show floor. <laughs> Walking back and forth from the studios <laughs> to the office. <laughs> oh god. So god, god. I, I, I the, we are. This I'm looking hour up. has gone too The hour has flown. The hour has flown and there's there's running shoes close at hand. There is and and perhaps like Good, good snow, good per- powder. Nice, nice fresh powder. So, Mr. Marshall Simmons, since I think we barely scratched the surface yet again, um, next Thursday, um, actually, Rainmaker will not be on the air, but can we have you back for a round two? Of course. Cool. Uh, I think you are. You're inspirational. You're a good person, and uh, and folks, and you're living the American dream. Yeah, and guys, if 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 you haven't read between the lines, here's a guy that's just like you or I, who's been around in the search base for a long time, and uh, really, really, really plays his cards right. Smart, close to the vest, and has always done very, very well and come out on top. And Marshall, congrats on on, uh, on the new baby again. Lily Ren. Yeah, and get some rest, buddy. Yeah, and I appreciate it. I mean, I say this every time, but I, but I really do thank you guys for, for having a voice out there and getting this message out to everybody because obviously this industry needs as much light shed on it as possible because there's been so much negative press around it, but you guys do a great job of just pr- promoting just this whole social this whole social organization and I, I appreciate you guys doing what you do because it's a lot of hard work well, it we is try. but we, we appreciate you we, appreciating us yeah we try man we try but you know what I love you know what's so nice it's always so hard for me when we have friends on the air you know because I usually tend to like back off of stuff but you you really are um, I just really I mean Marshall's like one of my favorite people you know like honestly guys take a look at it like if you're a good person good things will happen to you Marshall's an extremely good person you know rock on like you are just living testimony to the fact of like what you give out is what you get back and then you get to have like and he's he, he's he's busted his ass in this busted, industry as well no 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 no, no. I'm I not saying he hasn't busted his ass I mean he's had tenacity and perseverance and his breadth of knowledge is amazing but he's also a good person and that stands for a lot. He's a search icon, damn it. He is a search icon. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go search for that icon. Indeed, <laughs> indeed. You are uh, a search icon. All right, I, we, we, we are, we are. We, we, we are going to get out of here. I see Mr. Producer over there throwing a shoe at me right now. I know, but we've got Marshall on the line. We don't want to let him go. I know, I know. Don't what? go, Marshall. Don't go. Two. Make us stay. Yeah. I'm only a phone call away. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everyone, thanks so much for listening in. Thanks again to our featured guest, Marshall Simmons. Thank you again for making your awesome appearance here on Rainmaker. 
Thank you for having me. All right, Marshall. We will uh, we'll check in with you really soon, buddy. Great. All right, Good man. You guys. Take it Stay easy. here. Kisses Bye-bye. to the family. Ah, uh, there you go, folks. Marshall Simmons. A little preferential treatment. I can't help it. Uh, I know. You introduced me. You only have nice friends. I I know. I know. I I I, I go way back with Marshall. I uh, I used I used to participate with the uh, with the Digest, the I Search Digest, mm-hmm. back in the day. That's that's really how I met up with both Detlev and uh, and Marshall and ended up pounding beers in Stockholm and and Copenhagen. Whatever. With those guys. I've heard about this. It was great. And I've never been back there. in the day. That's good. I know. I heard all sorts of fun stories. Those are good guys. And uh, they definitely know Mm -hmm. their stuff. They do. When it comes down to... uh, Making things happen in the search world. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Folks, that that, that about wraps it up. We are are down now to to the bottom of this this, this show, this this episode. Uh, we are a- as we, we are off next week. You said? I think we're off Be, due to Ecom Expo. Oh, Ecom Expo. That's right. That's right. For those of you who haven't participated or checked it out, go check it out. Ecomexpo.com. Uh, that's E C O M X P O dot C O M. Bingo. Thank you. Very good. We'll be streaming the panels live and yep. we'll be playing live in the all lounge that, over there, as will our awesome advertisers. All that QA. Clue all that in, just log in, listen in all day long, just kind of minimize us and uh, enjoy, hang out in the chat room if you want. Otherwise, we'll be bringing you continuing coverage throughout the week, so make sure that uh, you're here for that. Of course, uh, if you haven't made plans for SES yet, make sure you do that. We will definitely see you on the floor. We'll have a, a lounge. We'll be hanging out broadcasting live, so make sure you come back, come by and say hello. And in the meantime, that's it. We're going to get the hell out of here. We are. It's another episode uh, for this week, folks. Thanks for tuning in uh, to the longest-running show on, on Net History on Webmaster Radio. <laughs> God, I was that crap. Shoot. Y'all, y'all have a great y'all, weekend. Y'all come back now. Y'all yeah. come back now. Yeah. <laughs>